Good morning and welcome. It's that time. Yeah, once again, the Patriot Radio News Hour kicking off the third day of April. I'm your host, Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group for 20-plus years, every single year for 20-plus years. We've been right here. How are you doing? Uh, wow, what a what a March madness it was. And then April, man, seemingly picking up right where it left off. Q1, the worst stock quarter since the Great Depression. Think about it for a minute, right? Nobody ever sees it coming, right? They can't figure it out. They can't see bubbles anywhere. Uh, And then yesterday, the Dow, of course, was down big. Uh, Today, it's up 100 points, well, 130, a little bounce back. Uh, We got a lot of things to talk about. Donald Trump going after Amazon again. I'm going to break it down for you. Uh, I, I, uh, I knew Amazon shipped for a discount, wait till you hear it. You're not going to believe it. Well, you know what? Actually, you are going to believe it because it's a government entity, and if there's any way possible for them not to make money, that's what they're going to do. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. All the articles, the videos, the metals. And by the way, uh, metals plan shipments, have already started. Uh, we're going to be, I think, by the end of the day, more than halfway done already. So uh, get ready for those. You, those of you in the metals plan, uh, those are going out today. Another great time to start. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go out to allamericangold.com. Along the top, you'll along the the, the top there. They have uh, about us and the, where you go with the, the shopping cart. You got the the preferred metals plan there. Click on that. It'll tell you all about it. There's no reason that you can't get prepared. And I don't care, uh, you know, how much money you make. We try to set something up. And, and again, even with what we're trying to do, some people still can't do it. If you can't afford an extra $100 a month, uh, they, we're not there yet. But if for as little as $100 a month, that's the minimum. Uh, there is no maximum. You can do as much as you like, but for as little as $100 a month, you'll put a debit card on file, credit card on file with us. You tell us the day of the month that you want us to to charge your card. Uh, in any day of the month from the 1st to the 28th, and, and then every quarter, four times a year, we physically deliver the product to your door. Uh, it's just that simple. There's no setup fees. You can cancel it. You can put it on hold. You can do whatever you want with it. And so many people uh, who are in the plan, uh, and we're probably, I think, in year three now of the plan, have been had, you know, hey, I had an, uh, an expense come up. Can I put it on hold? Absolutely you can. Uh, there is no fee. The only fee you would ever pay is shipping. That's it. Uh, like I said, uh, start at any time, cancel at any time. You get four physical delivery shipments uh, every single year. And the best part is is we pull all the money together, and you buy at the best prices possible. 
Uh, if you want to sign up for the medals plan or you want to ask a few more questions, uh, you give Wendy a call at 800-951-0592. Yesterday was the the final of the NCAA basketball tournament. It, and for those of you that have known me for a long time, you know I used to coach basketball for years. Uh, got a couple state championships, uh, have coached hundreds and hundreds. Of Arlene, one of my employees, that's how we first met. I was coaching her son uh, on our basketball team. And so I'm a big fan. And, and, and I, I, I was watching last night's game, and, of course, Villanova killed Michigan. It wasn't uh, very competitive. Uh, and uh, one of the Villanova players was just sensational. And then this morning, and I was going to brag about him, but I don't need to tell you his name. It, it's unimportant. Uh, but this morning, they found, they went back to his Twitter account, which apparently he has not used in two years. But when he was a high schooler, uh, he used uh, some racial slurs and or things of that nature back in 2012 or 2013. And now everybody's trying to, uh, you know, take away from the moment. And here's what I'll, I'll just say, and I say this to my sons. I hope all of you say it to your kids, right? Be careful what you do on social media. And, and uh, you know, it's one of those things that who knows? I, I don't know all the deals about it, and I don't care. I'm just telling you to all of you people there, if you got kids, especially teenagers, uh, social media is just the thing. Everybody's on it. Everybody's doing it, what have you. Make sure you're watching it, monitoring it. I know I've got my kid's password, so I'm the one. I make sure that we know what's going on. Just be careful out there. Uh, anyway, I just saw that. It kind of was like, whoa, I was caught off guard because I was going to brag about the kid today because he was incredible, just incredible last night. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, what does that have to do with what we do? Absolutely nothing. Uh, that, but then again, it's live radio. You never know what you're going to hear. When we get back, we're going to tell you just how much, that's right, just how much Amazon has cost us. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, Amazon actually costs the taxpayer money every single time a package is delivered. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. This really tells you all you really need to know. Is government too big? You're damn right it is. And it is enormous. Uh, And it is maybe, not maybe, the most wasteful spending you've ever seen happen. 
part of the reason why the founding fathers always wanted small government. Because they know the private sector could do better. And last week I told you about how, hey, listen, Amazon ships for a discount. And you would hear on the idiot, I know I did, I heard on the idiot box all these people getting mad at Trump about attacking Amazon and, and talking about, oh, it's personal. Because Bezos, the, you know, the, the head of Amazon, owns the Washington Post, go figure, <laughs> who bashes Trump on a regular basis. And, and, and this is what you've heard. That it's all personal. He's going, and they should be grateful that Amazon is helping the post office. And I believe, and I think most of us believe, that we, you know, okay, Amazon got a discount, and maybe, you know, they shouldn't get one. If they get one, why shouldn't everybody else get one? But I, I didn't actually believe that the post office, and not, and not the people that work there, we use the post office, would be dumb enough to lose money on every package. And here's what's so funny. Wait till you hear how much. An old salesman's joke, and I tell this to people all the time. This is what I laugh about. You know, you hear the gold commercials. You can buy gold at cost. And, I, of course, I tell you that. You know that's not true, right? You can't. But. An old sales, a salesman says, we sell below cost. A customer asks, how can you do that? Simple, he says, we buy below cost. (laughs) Actually, think about that for just a minute. What you buy it at is cost. So anyway, neither here nor there. Amazon which is primarily a shipping business. And remember, last week I told you, on an Amazon product, Amazon charges tax. So if you bought, and I don't know an Amazon product, I'm sorry, but uh, a little thingamajiggy uh, that you talk to or whatever, home stuff, you know, the connect, you know, the ultimate spying device, as I like to call it, they would charge a sales tax for that. But if they ship you something that they don't make, they don't. And we knew, hey, they're getting a discount at the post office. It relies on the U.S. Postal Service to deliver two-thirds of its packages. In many places now, it actually builds depots near a post office, right? Hey, they're, (laughs) they're smart. Little did I know how smart they really are. They pre-sort the packages, and they deliver them to the post office. The Postal Service, which has a monopoly on last-mile deliveries, does the rest. The Postal Service is happy because it can report healthy increases in the sale in the package delivery department. Don't confuse, my Eric always used to say, don't confuse activity with accomplishment. <laughs> In the post office, that's exactly what's happened. Hey, look at our sales. Sales don't mean anything 
if you don't make any money on the actual sale. See, there's the problem. Postal employees are happy because it means work seven days a week. The Postal Service operates on Sunday almost solely to deliver for Amazon, right? We, now, we see that. Now, all of us see it. Postal trucks are out there on Sunday, which we didn't used to see, delivering from Amazon. Amazon, they're elated because it has a deal that takes advantage of a loophole in the law that gives it a taxpayer-subsidized deal none of its competitors could get or match. Right? I love, don't you love loopholes? There's always a loophole. That's how, according to a recent piece in the Wall Street Journal, the U.S. Postal Service deliveries, uh, delivers the company's boxes well below its own cost. Yep, think about it. They're delivering for Amazon below what it actually costs them to make the deliveries. So now the taxpayer, that's what you and I, every, think about it, you're driving down your street, right? You're driving down your, and you're looking at the front door, and there's a package, and there's another one, oh, there's two at that door. Every single one of them, we're paying for it. Bezos can sell shipping below cost because he buys it below cost. He buys below cost because of what they call an unprecedented accident of history. That's the that's what the Wall Street Journal is calling. It's an accident. It's unprecedented. An accident of history. The Postal Service all right, we know delivers mail. It is the only entity that can put something into a mailbox or through a mail slot. Okay, so like UPS, they can leave it at your door. FedEx could leave it at your door. The post office is the only one that can put something in your mailbox or in your mail slot. So that's when they when they talk about it has a monopoly, that's what they're talking about. It is legally obligated to provide the service at the same level and price nationwide. Okay? So that's part of they can't charge people in California more than they charge people in Arizona, we charge people in Colorado, right? We know, right? The the cost to deliver a letter is the same, cost to deliver a package uh, I guess is the same. That means even with mail volume down 40% from 06, the post office still visits all 155 million mailboxes every day. Since 2007, the Postal Service has been required to allocate 5.5% of its fixed costs to package delivery, and to incorporate that into its pricing. That figure made sense then, and I'm thinking about, I don't know that it did, but okay, let's say that even in 07 it did. But today, 25% of the Postal Service business is package delivery. Of course, 
You know, you guessed it because of Amazon. In fact, they've climbed so much, according to an analysis by Citigroup. The Postal Service, which is currently charging Amazon $2 a package. Now, think about that. Amazon gets to deliver every single package for 2 bucks. Has any I, 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 I dare somebody to go to the post office and deliver anything for $2. Right? I think about, uh, we charge $35 for shipping, and, and most of the time we lose money. Right? Registered, insured mail, before you put a value on it, before it gets weighed, is over $20. The Postal Service, just to break even, needs to charge Amazon $3.46. So according to Citigroup, every single package delivered by Amazon the ones you see at the doorstep, the ones you don't see in the mailboxes, we the taxpayer pays a dollar forty six per package. It's not just the free ride in the truck. It's the two hundred million dollars the post office spent three years ago to furnish their carriers with their handheld scanners, right? You know, the little scanners, you've seen them, right? Because they got to, they gotta, you know, scan the Amazon packages. That costs $200 million. It's the $5 billion they've spent to replace 190,000 uh, delivery vehicles with ones now that are more, uh, they're, they're more equipped to actually handle packages. Right? Because they used to just handle mail. So $5 billion for that. The Postal Service has followed this formula to a $60 billion in losses since 2007. <laughs> this year, they're going to lose more than $6 billion. And I just bring that up because when you see these idiots talk on television about how the president uh, is wrong to go after Amazon, here's what the real facts are. He's absolutely right. So really, you think about it. If it really costs the post office three forty six, what should they be charging Amazon? Five bucks? I mean, that's fair. Right? Hey, we're going to make a buck and a half. Every time our postman goes to deliver one of your bags, make a buck and a half. Of course, that would, you know, we're it's 75% underpriced just to break even. If they actually wanted to make some money, think about how badly underpriced it really is. But, again, they don't want you to really know. And, and they come out and they, they say, oh, there's this loophole. Who, what moron came up with that idea? And you know what the funny part is? I was expecting, okay, it was a law that was put into place in the 50s. Right? That no one actually anticipated this stuff. Uh-uh. This was a deal from 2007. 
And let's face it, even in 07, I remember doing shows, and we would laugh about how the fact no one said, who, who sent the letter anymore? Right? We email. So anyway, when you want to talk about Amazon, just know this. Here's the facts. And, I, and, and I, <laughs> my wife, hey, listen, we cost, I, I guarantee just my wife alone. And I love her. She's great in, in all of those things. But I would say at a minimum, and I'm probably understating, we get 10 deliveries a month from Amazon, minimum. Minimum. You know, that that's 15 bucks. Can you have a hedge it? If every household was doing the exact same thing, how much money the post office and the taxpayer is actually subsidizing Amazon? I think Jeff Bezos should send a check out to all the taxpayers. Here you go. Here's your Amazon rebate check. I wonder what it would do to the profits of Amazon. Listen, it's coming. Trump's going to blow the lid off of it. And, and this is why, you know, you're seeing Wall Street struggle now uh, and all of these things. And, and just just know this. Between what's going on in China and what's going on here at home, right, the, the, the people that have negotiated all of these great things did not care about the taxpayer. And it's, it's embarrassing. It's... it's I want to use disgusting. I don't know what it is. How can somebody even feel good about what Amazon did? And I don't blame, you know what, I, I want to blame Bezos because he looks like Dr. Evil. Not his fault, the post office, bunch of idiots. And not the people that work there. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Tuesday. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, slander America, and redefine the family. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. This will be our last chance. There will never be another opportunity to protect the dreamers, President Trump tweeted, as the United States Senate plunged into a debate in February about immigration policy. But the left simply wants amnesty for all dreamers who are illegal aliens who entered our country, many as teenagers. However, President Trump was absolutely right to insist on funding for the border wall, which would cost less than 1% of our national budget. He also insisted on an end to chain migration, whereby relatives of immigrants are brought in with little or no screening. President Trump's approach is a welcome relief to the failed open-door immigration policies of prior Republican and Democrat leadership. Around this same time, an unexpected voice weighed in from the other side of the world. In Abu Dhabi, an oil-rich emirate in the Persian Gulf, former President George W. Bush was speaking at a conference organized by Michael Milken, the junk bond king of the 1980s. Americans don't want to pick cotton at 105 degrees, Bush said in response to a question, but there are people who want to put food on their families' tables and are willing to do that. We ought to say thank you and welcome them. Bush was right that Americans don't want to pick cotton at 105 degrees. But he was wrong to say we ought to welcome people from other lands so poor that they are willing to do that kind of work to put food on their families' tables. 
Thanks to a legal and economic system that rewards invention and innovation, our high standard of living means that no American of any race has to chop or pick cotton at 105 degrees anymore. Bush grew up in Texas, which grows more cotton than any other state, and he should know that. Bush's foolish comment combined two of the worst slogans of the pro-amnesty movement, the myth of jobs Americans won't do and the myth of crops rotting in the fields. On the contrary, the enormous growth of computer-aided automation, robots, artificial intelligence, and driverless vehicles is eliminating whatever opportunity there used to be for poor people from other countries to come here to earn a living. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Scholar blue collar of a man. He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no sir, yes ma'am. Welcome back, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Wow, only, only in America. Yep, Amazon who's put. Thousands and thousands and thousands of retail stores out of business. By the way, mall vacancies exploding, right? Just devastation in the malls across America. Uh, I, I I just saw there's an article that came out today uh, talking mall vacancies at a six-year high. You remember what happened after... Uh, the Great Recession, the Wall Street Journal, actually now reporting, my bad, more bad news for malls. Mall vacancies are at an all-time high. Empty space in regional shopping malls uh, has reached a, a almost an all-time record high in the first quarter, adding further stress <laughs> by the retail earthquake. That is shaking up the jobs market across the U.S. Uh, Vacancy rates is now 8.4%. And you think about, right, that means a lot of malls are half empty or more. Uh, Retailers now saying that the first quarter (laughs) trends are the lowest activity they've seen in other words, no one really looking to jump into those spaces. Uh, and then I can't make them feel very good to realize that Amazon helped send them out the door at the taxpayer's expense. But listen, there's a man, it's getting bad out there. And I know we they want to say it's great. Right? The low unemployment and the no inflation. One month after teachers uh, performed what they called a wildcat strike in West Virginia. Teachers are striking in Oklahoma and Kentucky, and Arizona is next. 
Teachers Monday made good on a threat to shut down hundreds of schools throughout the state of Oklahoma. In Kentucky, schools are closed as well. And in Arizona, teachers last week gathered at the State House in Phoenix with signs, I don't want to strike, but I will. In each case, teachers are, well, they want more money. I mean, here's the, you know, and how long do I need to keep saying it? Yeah, there's jobs out there, then they're all crappy. I mean, here's the reality, and I've, I've said it countless times. You know who the heroes are out here? It's not Jeff Bezos from Amazon. It's not Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg. It's none of those guys. The heroes out there are those those households where mom and dad are both working, and most of the time and a lot of the time they're working two and three jobs just to get it done. Right, and then they like to go out and they like to sit, talk about, oh, isn't it great? Yeah, they, they look at all the freedom they have. They just, and you know what? Everybody loves it out there. Oh, yeah, they love working that way. Right, and, and, and get people, again, into that mindset. It's just like people that say, oh, Joe, you're so negative. Right, you're, you're, just, you're just trying to scare people. No, I'm just telling you what the facts are. When did telling the truth in America become a scare tactic? When? Think about one generation ago. Most of us, I'm 47. I grew up, and my parents, right, my dad worked, my mom didn't. Both of them had college degrees, by the way. My mom was a teacher, believe it or not. And after she had me, I had my older brother, then me, she stopped, and then we had two more, right? They had four four boys. And guess what? Everybody I knew, not, okay, everybody's an exaggeration. But even then, 80%, one person worked. Now today, it's so rare to find the household where only one person is working. And even rarer where when uh, we both work, but the, the and, and I'll just say, you know, traditional roles, the woman is working because she wants to, not because she has to. Right? They're working because they got to. And now, think about how quickly. That was, you know, I was born in 1970. Now here we are, it's 2018, and so many, it's incredible, especially ever since I've been talking about the side hustle, (laughs) everybody I talk to, they all do, everybody's doing it. What, do you think they want to? Yeah, I love driving around drunk people, it's great. Yeah, in my spare time, I work at home. And after I do my real job, I had to come home and do this job because, yeah, I want to. Right? Just turn on Fox or, or CNBC. They'll tell you, oh, oh, yeah, we love it. Right? I worked three jobs. None of them would benefit. Love it. It's great. It's ridiculous. And now here we are. 
We're up to three. We're going to have four states. Where te- Listen, this is coming everywhere. Remember what it was, what, for three, four, five years ago, it was the minimum wage workers wanted 15 bucks, right? And at that point, you're like, oh, well, you know, it's just, the, you know, you, what was the mantra? Oh, you heard it on the idiot. It's minimum wage. It's not supposed to be able to support a person, right? That was their answer. It did in 1970. It did in 1975. Right? Minimum wage. You can move out of mom and dad's house and get a job making minimum wage and get yourself a one-bedroom or a studio apartment and a vehicle. No problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had to work 40 hours a week, get some overtime, but you can do it. How do I know? Come on. How do you know? Yeah. Eric did it. He was still in high school when he moved out. Matter of fact, think about it. Think about when you grew up. You knew kids that right? they were still in high school, moved out. Now we're talking about college-educated kids got to live with their parents because they want to. Please. They don't want to. They're broke and they're saddled with debt. And now they, you know, you talk about teachers. And listen, teachers, they got a good gig. We know that. Weekends off, holidays off, summer off, right? That's a good gig. But as you know, most teachers, if you talk, if you actually, and I know lots of them. Most of you, well, I got two kids in high school. I've been a coach for a long time. I know lots of teachers. And if they're not married with somebody else making money, they're working two and three jobs just like everybody else. Plus, a lot of them spend their own money just for stuff for the classroom. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't worry, though. The economy's great. We'll be right back. this right now, 35% of American workers surveyed said they would give up their right to vote in all elections for life in exchange for a, an immediate pay increase. 35% would give up their right to vote for life. For an immediate pay increase, and I'm talking about 10%, just give me 10%, I'll take it, I'll never vote again. (laughs) 56% would work an extra 10 hours a week for life if they could get a pay raise. 50% would work one day every weekend for the next year to get a pay raise. 40% would give up dental care. 
20% would give up their health insurance for five years. Well, 19%. This is how broke people are. Yeah, and they talk about, oh, my God, unemployment's so low, and we're, all, we're so worried about wage pressures. Oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? We got we to gotta keep our eyes out. We're watching for it. 18% would give up Social Security benefits for the next two years. That means right, they're, they're 65 and older working. I'd give up my benefits. <laughs> 12% would break up with their partner or significant other. <laughs> give me more money and I'm leaving. Well, uh, you know, I guess I get it, right? People are, we're so broke now. And, and, and you know, we, we, we just hustle. Right? This is, here's what's sad. The great American spirit, which used to be, you know what, you can, it doesn't matter, you can work hard, put your nose to the grindstone, and succeed in America. Now, you got to work hard. you got to put it to the grindstone just to survive in America, right? And you got this caravan, right, of thousands of people, you know, traveling up through Mexico to come here. Listen, turn around and go back because it ain't any better here. That's a different show. I don't want to get sidetracked into that debate. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... I, I just don't get it. Right? You got, we're up to three, going to be, Arizona's going to be next. Here's the problem. And I get it. I do. I wish that, that we could pay a wage where teachers could live. I do. Here's the problem. We're broke. I'm sorry, West Virginia. I just happened, my brother happens to live there. One of the things I thought you point blank, my kids can never live here. What he said. He says, it's horrible. Oklahoma's broke. Kentucky, Kentucky's got, they, they're like Chicago and Illinois broke. We're broke. We don't have the money to pay them. None of these states do. Mall vacancies are at an all-time high. How about this, Manhattan? I mean, one of the, it's not quite the richest place in the world, right? But it's one of them. Home sales in Manhattan plunged by the most since the Great Recession. As buyers at all price levels drove hard bargains and were in no rush to close deals. In other words, yeah, I'm not paying that. Sales of all condos and co-ops fell 25% in the first quarter. And in Manhattan, that's all there is. 25% decrease in sales. It was the biggest annual decline since the second quarter of 2009 when Manhattan's property market was froze in the wake of Lehman Brothers. The CEO of Starbucks said downtown Manhattan 
Looks like the uh, what was going on after 9-11 because all the stores are gone. A survey of small business hiring in March. And this is kind of what I was afraid of. Right? People want to believe BS. They want to have sunshines and unicorns blown up their backside. Small business hiring in March fell to the lowest point in seven years. That came out today, by the way. Small business job increase, uh, index decreased. Small business wages. Uh, that, well, here you go. Ready? This was by paychecks, by the way. They're a big. Uh, they do a lot of payroll. The average, the average worker's pay went up sixty nine cents. That's what you got extra a year. Sixty nine cents, right? The average person works. According to the data, 34 hours a week, you made an extra $23.46. I don't know if, I, I don't know if it's the same everywhere. Did, what happened to gasoline prices? I go to the, 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 the on the corner of 19th and Deer Valley. I always get my gas there because it's cheaper than, than, than where I live next to my house. It's gone up 20 cents a gallon in the last 10 days. The price for me to fill up my car at the beginning of the year was about thirty dollars, and I got—I I take about fourteen gallons, okay, in my in my Buick LaCrosse, which most people that own a Buick LaCrosse, General Motors put this data are, are seventy years or older. I can't believe it. It's a great car. I love it. But anyway, it was thirty today. I feel I had to fill up today, thirty-six bucks. 260 a gallon this morning. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Seattle, a rural suburb now of Seattle. 
1980 for $55,000. They're retired now. They've lived there, you know, what, 40, almost 40 years. They have to move. They have to sell because they're both on Social Security and the property taxes are so high that they've got to move. Can't afford to live there. And you start thinking about all of the things uh, that we keep talking about and all of the fact that they come out and they, they talk about there's no inflation and, and everything's great and all this stuff, and it's a bunch of nonsense. Just nonsense. Now, the, the anyone under the age of 35 says, I can't live better than my parents. What happened? The answer debt devaluation. This is what happens. The money's going to zero. I know you don't want to believe it, but that's what's going to happen. And you start thinking about what all the things that China's been doing and all these other things. It's not that complicated. Teachers now are striking, right? Minimum wage workers are striking. Everybody wants more money. Think about what people would be willing to do. I'll never vote again if someone will pay me more money. I'll leave my partner if somebody will pay me more money. Right? Why do they want more? Because they're broke. And there's no way out of it, right? We're all in a debt bubble as well. Like, think about it. You work so hard to, to, you know, you're working two and three jobs to pay all your bills, and at the end of the month, there's nothing left. Right? You're paying the minimum on the credit cards, right? You're just trying to rob Peter to pay Paul. And that's what America's come to. The post office, somehow, Amazon, every time Amazon delivers a package, it costs us a buck and a half. And I wonder if you did something, because you know they get all these tax breaks for everything else as well. I wonder how much it really cost us. <laughs> I, could be, I could be Jeff Bezos, too, you know. But that's man. You know what? I'd have free shipping for everybody. If shipping only cost me $2, I would not charge for shipping. I could do that, too. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Everyone take care. Come back tomorrow if you can take it.